It is the 100th anniversary of Reiki. It has existed on this planet for 100 years, but what does that mean for you, a modern human being living a stressed out life? Okay, let's talk about this. How can you incorporate Reiki's five precepts or ideals into your life right now for less worry and fear? That's what we're gonna talk about today. Hi, I'm Heather Larson, certified coach, and I'm a former sober coach. Yeah, I worked in the treatment industry for four and a half years, and I left, which is the most important part. So this is the Fearless Five podcast, part of Destiny Architecture, where I help you lose the fear and get your ass in gear. And you learn how to handle your life changes without anxiety and losing sleep. Now, I also talk about personal development as in yoga, 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 Reiki, and meditation. So today, let's talk about yoga. I'm not yoga. Reiki. I'm, le- I'm not cutting that out. We're leaving that in. So... <laughs> Let's talk about the precepts. So the Reiki precepts are actually the Reiki ideals. They're very simple. There's five of them. New students always have trouble remembering them. I know I did back 10 years ago when I started doing Reiki. So they are do not anger. We'll talk about that one another day. Do not worry and be filled with gratitude. Dedicate yourself to your work, or this is also talked about as work honestly. And finally, be kind to people, or we'll be kind to all living things. You know, and many spiritual traditions have this same version of this. Um, They word it differently. So these are just the five main ideals of Reiki. You do this, you're practicing Reiki, whether you've been attuned or not. These are excellent ideals to live by. So, you know, what does this this mean? You know, how in a world right now where people fly off the handle so easily and everybody seems really angry and unstable anymore, like how do you put the Reiki ideal of do not anger into practice? Like, how do you do this? Um, and I, I think that this is an important thing to talk about because look, you're going to worry about things, you know, you're human, but it's the excessive worrying that's the problem. So it's the excessive anger that is the problem. So the first way that you incorporate these precepts into your life is just let go, detach from the outcome and let go worry. It, it, it doesn't, you know, change the result of the thing that you're worried about. Have you heard the old saying, you know, worry is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but doesn't get you anywhere. It's kind of like that. You know, we do a lot of things that maybe we're not so aware that they don't really give us a return on our effort, right? So worry again, it does not change the result of what you're worried about. This is why we have to learn to detach from the outcome this whole release and let go thing, ask yourself if you did all you could to achieve what you wanted to achieve. And if the answer is yes, then cool, let it go, live a little, it's done. Accept what comes. You know, if you can't change it, you got to accept it. Um, And I think that that's Reiki, but that's also Stoicism and that's also many world religions. It's a common theme. So I think also it's important to know the difference between worry and fear. You know, a healthy level of fear or anxiety can lead us to take action towards changing something and gaining an outcome that we actually have the power to change. That's called empowerment. That's the opposite of victimhood. Worrying about, oh my God, what's going to happen? That actually feeds into the unhealthy fear. Remember, there's good and bad stress. Good stress is called eustress. I learned that forever ago, like... 
20 years ago. Like a therapist taught me that. So and it was like my college therapist. So like there's a good and bad side to everything. There's a light and a dark to everything. There's a binary to everything, but there's also a gray area too. And like anxiety is not always bad. Anger is not always bad. Fear is not always bad. Fear is how our species has survived. But in the modern world, we become afraid of everything like our own shadows. So that's not helpful either. So this is how we learn to live with things that are natural and normal and part of our biology, which are boom, boom, boom worry and fear. So these, these aren't hard things to understand, but I think we've made a lot of social constructs about these things. So ask yourself to feel into whatever, you know, story that you've created in your head. Now this is where awareness comes in and this is where Reiki is a practice, but also yoga is a practice. And there is a part of yoga that is self-study and it's called Svadhyaya. Um, but the self-study is becoming, becoming aware of everything. Like anything counts as self-study yoga counts as self-study. And and I'm talking about like like the on the mat yoga, the postures that is self-study meditation, self-study, going to therapy, self-study journaling, self-study, right? So when you're doing, when you're practicing Reiki and you're trying to live by these ideals too, of maybe I don't want to worry excessively. Maybe I don't want to be angry excessively. Maybe I don't want to experience anger in such a way that it harms others, you know, cause we all have tempers, right? This is how we really unpack and live the, these Reiki ideals. So ask yourself to be self-aware, to feel into whatever story you've created in your head. We all do it. We all create stories in our head. That thing that you're worried about, ask yourself, will it ever come to pass? Or are you creating this great work of fiction about it? The point here is to get out of your head in order to worry less. Most of what causes us to worry are just stories we make up that they won't ever come to pass in real life. And then finally, I have like five points here, and this is the fifth one. Sometimes things just happen. Worrying about the dangers of the world will not prevent them from happening. It just robs us of our happiness. Worry is a barrier. Ask yourself what you get out of your worries. You you don't worry so much unless you get something out of it. Um, and that may just be something you're programmed to do, right? The, you know, remember the old saying, worrying is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but you never get anywhere. So like worry does give you something to do. And if nothing else, maybe that's why you do it. So to recap, if you want to live your life with less worry and fear and anger, you know, step one, just let go. Step two, detach from the outcome. Step three, know the difference between worry and fear. You know, fear, worry is a signal that something's up, right? But fear is like, okay, fight or flight you know, do I fight or do I run? Right. And number four, ask yourself to feel into whatever story you've created in your head, become aware of it. And yoga, we call these samskaras, these, these pieces of programming that we want to change and therapy, your, your therapist is probably going to call it, you know, a trigger, um, or a behavioral pattern. Um, and then finally five, sometimes things just happen, whether you worry or not, stuff happens, you know, whether you're afraid of things or not, things, life happens. And I, I think, 
we we live in a time where I think we all understand that. I don't need to harp on that. So check out the website, Destiny Architecture. It's .com or .net. I have two. .net is where you can join the newsletter, though, and, and become a, a member of the site, which is free. It's just something new that I've started. So check it out. Listen on Fountains. Send some sats if you love the podcast. And, you know, lose the fear. We're, we're talking about managing fear here today. Less fear is more getting your ass in gear. And that's what I'm here for because, you know, my specialty is to meet you at that intersection of change, that initial moment where you're like, yes, I'm going to change my life. Okay, cool. Now what, right? That, that's what a lot of people uh, sit at. And I, I know that intersection of change well from the, the years that I worked in the treatment industry. But you don't have to be a drug addict to be troubled by the possibility of changing your life for the better. For drug addicts, that's called getting sober. For the rest of us, it's called about a million different things. So thank you for checking out the Fearless Five podcast.